This is a Media 8 production. This podcast may have explicit themes and swearing and may not be suitable for children. The first beer goes down easy. It's bubbly, it's sweet, tickles the back of your throat. The second beer, you're starting to enjoy it. You kick back, get a bit more relaxed. But it's the third beer, Brent. It is. It's the third beer that where you hit that vibe, a certain mellowness comes over. It's a golden light nectar, I would describe. The pub turns into a very happy place, and you've hit that spot that's just right. And our third beer is a special guest each week that we get to interview and have a chat to not only about the beer, but also about life and other stuff that men don't talk about. I'm Brett McCallum. I'm Chris Dixon, and we'd like to talk about the third beer. Anyway... G'day, buddy. How you doing? G'day, big fella. I'm feeling all right. Doing all right. Feeling all right. Yeah. Is that is that a good thing? Yeah, you get a spawner. I think well, you're t- you're teaching or you're playing. Teaching, teaching. You play yoga? No, you do yoga. I think you do all three: play, do, and teach. Oh, there you go. You be yoga. I think you be yoga. I think you are yoga. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So that voice that? you can hear in the backgrounds, our guest today. Yes, I'm her name's Tia Goldstein. You've met Tia before. Oh, I reckon oh. this is the first third beer we've done where you've actually met the guest before that I haven't met that you've met that we actually all know each other. Wow, this is true. This because is true. normally one of us doesn't know who the guest is, and then there's a bit of a surprise, and we ask questions and keep going from there. But today didn't work that way. He doesn't know know me. No, no. He doesn't know me. No, but we will get to know you in a momento. We're hoping to, anyway. We're hoping to. It's going to be an interesting journey. A lot of pressure. Is it? I don't know. Just relax. It's okay. (laughs) Relax. We don't hurt. Just yoga. Come in. Let's be it. So, buddy, uh, what's the the stats? What's the score? I haven't actually jumped on the scales. However, week three of the eight-week challenge to win my car and uh, lost a chin. Lost a chin. Definitely lost a chin. And I was skipping in the gym and my pants fell down. So... I see that as a positive. <laughs> so my pants were too big for me. Were you wearing really cool underwear? I was, yeah. Yeah, yes. was right, yeah. So okay. I did all right on that front. But, uh, yeah, no, so well, I, was, I was pretty I'm, happy with that. I'm just happy you were wearing underwear. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I was, um, I'm, I'm getting there. I had a pretty shitty day yesterday on the, uh, on the, the head front. But uh, I didn't revert and I didn't eat bad food. I actually did well. I got through it and I spoke to my wife about it. Holy dilly. And we had a great chat and then, yeah, life was good. Within a, you know, on the day as on it happened, the day in the moment. A, no, maybe a little bit after the moment. The moment right. was during the day, but yeah, in the evening. I'm looking forward for that, that yeah. workout. That so workout. We, uh, we had a good chat and then, yeah, I got through it. And then today I woke up and I went to the gym and I was pumped. Got a new knee guard so I can actually now do squats and lunges and not restricted. It's great. Pumping today. You're back into it, brother. I'm back. We lost you for a little while, but you're back. Lost me for about it seems 12 like hours, I reckon. The car, the motivation. That's, see, I don't give a shit if I win the car. You don't? To tell you the truth. No. It's like it's the challenge and it's, yeah, I'm going to win the car. Well, I just want to look good, want to feel good, and it's all about me as opposed to the car. The car is like a carrot. And it's like a manifestation. Well, here we are well, to talk hey, about manifestation that today. Good, that was a good segue. <laughs> no, boom, we're, boom. We're going to talk about that today. But let's let's talk about the beer first. Hang on. What have we got? Steersman Blonde. Steersman Blonde is a refreshing low-carbo hydrate and low-gluten lager. We'll talk about that in a minute too. This easy-drinking lager is brewed to ensure no compromise on flavour and a clean, crisp finish. 
Mm, interesting. So let me just have a look. Yeah, mate, I got this one because um, I th- knew you uh, wanted low carb today. Thank so I went and got this one. This is the low gluten thing's a good thing too. Well, if I can actually open the bottle. Oh, I'm not. So useless. <laughs> there you go. You have a crack. I'll get into it. Last week's was pretty average. Oh, that was good. Little pop at the end. Come on, to you. Let's see what All you right. can do. I got a I got a Burley Brew, which Big Head, it's one of my favorites actually. Okay. Burley Brew Big Head. Oh, yeah. it's probably the best opener. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers, ding ding. Manifestation, brother. So let's talk about manifestation. Mate, well, How does this relate to your friend here, Tina? Well, we, we were just talking before when before we come on like on air and you mentioned to Tia about what's that around your neck. And she said that's the uh what do you call it? Necklace, obviously. <laughs> but, but you put little things in there that you mean to come true. Well, it looks like, you know, um, it's like kung, a little, kung Fu Panda, a uh, little sage dragon <laughs> scroll. Does, and I knew it? there was something in it, so I was very curious to find out what it was. Actually, what do you call it? a scroll box? Well, I, a box you put the scroll in. What's that called? Do you know? <laughs> no idea. I did not know there was a scroll box. Well, look, it's like a – you don't – because the scroll is the thing in it. Oh, the scroll container. Scroll container. It's not really a box. It's more of a cylinder. A cylinder. Uh, okay. okay. It's educational. Anyway. I, I, keep, I get asked a lot whether it's a mezuzah, which is a Jewish. Little... No. Oh, okay. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, I just stuck one oh, finger. Oh, wow, 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 yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what it looks yeah. like in the movie. Not that we support not that those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's not a part of the book. <laughs> no, I get asked if it's a... Ooh. If it's a Jewish thing that you usually see on um, in religious homes, you see on them on Jewish the people? on the no on the on the doors. Oh, okay, yeah, it's but it's not. not no. <laughs> so, what actually is it? Um, it's a talisman for me. So it's a reminder. I, I uh, a talisman is a magical device or instrument or written word. Is is that yeah. a talisman? Is I mean, you can have talismans in a whole bunch of different ways. So you can have a talisman that's a rock or symbol. Or, it's a symbol that represents something that is important to you. Holy dooly. We're and talking so about magic, is, aren't we? A little bit. Yeah, why nice. is that important to you? <laughs> why is it important to me? Yeah. Um, I feel that you, I strongly believe that you can manifest your world and you create your world with your thoughts. And sometimes you need to have reminders around you around how to be able to do that. And this is one of the things that I use to be able to make that happen. It's a centering device, a process that keeps your manifestation in your consciousness. My is breath it? is my centering device. Oh, okay, nice. But it is an external reminder. So when I put it on every morning, it reminds me. It's like a little little kind of like ding, you know how you get dings on your phone? Yeah. So it's like a ding for me of like, what are you focused on? How are the actions and the thoughts and the um, the path that you're doing? What are you doing towards moving towards those specific goals? Beautiful. It's like a centering thing. Do you yeah. know what the uh, Google definition of manifestation is? It's pretty much exactly what you just said. An event, action, or object that clearly shows or embodies something abstract or theoretical. There you go. So that was interesting you used some of those words there. Yes, this is going to be a very interesting conversation, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I think, so how do you manifest your world, big fella? How do I manifest my world? How do you how do you manifest? What do you mean it? by that? Well, we have this ongoing conversation, don't we? We always do about entrepreneurship, about whether or not spirits for sale. I mean, a lot of these spaces have crossed over where we can manifest our own reality, whether that's a healthy being or a, a healthy mind or an emotional stability or a positive relationship or a million dollars. Mm-hmm. It's about finding that space that you can 
draw and create and draw to you your own reality. Is that for sale? Should we be standing up on stage and teaching people how to do that or should we just be practicing our own space and uh, sharing that freely with whoever comes along? Can, uh, I, can yeah. I share something around that? I'd, I'd love, love to. you too. Um, so I feel one of the things I've been listening, I shared that I was listening, I practice Vipassana meditation and I've been listening. I you found practice that what? Vipassana meditation. What's a Vipassana? Vipassana meditation is a technique that was uh, thought to come originally from the Buddha and it is a meditation technique that focuses on um, providing you with, as every meditation technique, providing you with a space to choose between interaction and reaction. So picture this, Brett. You rock up to your 10-day meditation retreat. <laughs> You've never been there before. You sit down. You're really excited. You're going to get a fancy new technique and they're going to enlighten you. You're going to be right. And they I'm say, pumped. Are you ready? Are you pumped yeah, up? Like, you got your cushions right? Yep. Knees aren't even aching yet. Not You're yet. going to focus in on your in-breath, breathe yeah. in and breathe out. Next 10 days, just Well, that's oh, simplifying that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Holy shit. <laughs> and every time your mind drifts away from that... And every thought and every emotion and every feeling and every ache and every pain is just moving through the process. That's my understanding. I don't know. Please yeah, let me know. What do you, how do, how do, what do you, I practice? And that? I call that, that dispassionate insight meditation. Well, what have you taught me? What sort of meditation have you taught me? Well, we're going to get into that today. Is that dispassionate? It has this it has aspects, but we're going to go from an expert here that's you know done the rounds on the ground. Wait, Come can on. I can we go back to the point yeah, that sure. we talked about that's around it. your question, your original question? Oh, we're going to go full circle. Uh, we can. Oh, we can. Nice. I can start singing as well. <laughs> can you? No, no. I was thinking about the dance. All right. Well, we, I'm going to try and hold on to this thread. So we've moved away from Vishpashna back to the original question, which I've completely forgotten. So, so the original uh, question yeah. was whether we use manifestation on a stage to be able to get. Like, is that some kind of my understanding of the question you raised, the point they raised was... No, whether or not that's for sale. You know, these motivational yeah, exactly. speeches, they come in, they mm. pump it up. These people on YouTube, Brett has this goal to earn for $8,000 an hour. hour. I know, preaching the preach, talking to entrepreneurs about how you manifest your own reality. I come from a probably Ramanaha Mahashni kind of sit, let it happen. Okay. Except how it is. Yeah. We're not trying to push or sell anything. So we have this lovely little dialogue about whether or not it is for sale or whether or not spirit is something that's pure and, or, or, you know, uh, organic and you My allow it to like be to what it is. I like to eat, eat, <laughs> eat apples and but bananas. You don't eat bacon. No, I don't. I'm vegan. Okay. Yeah, vegan. Let's go there later. However, we, we've got to we've got to stick to a three. <laughs> I think for the punters, we've got okay. to try and stick to a three. Let's go back. Uh, okay, okay. So yeah, my point around it was yeah. I was listening to a talk of uh, a Dharma talk by one of these new teachers that I have randomly discovered actually through a drum and beat, drum and bass artist that I like to listen to when I'm focusing and working, and uh, his name is Vinny Ferrero. And he was talking about um, loving kindness and forgiveness and compassion and a whole bunch of really basic things around meditation. And one of the things that he said yesterday, which really resonated was with me, was the aspect of um, using meditation and using insight and using all of the whatever you want to call self-improvement, not necessarily from a place of self-improvement because that insinuates that you are lacking, but rather as an act of love for yourself. Act of love. I like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's the uh, Fight Club saying? Um, self-improvement's masturbation. Now self-destruction. There's a, 
There's a, oh. there's a way you go there. It's our response. So I'll deconstruct it. Are we adding or improving or are we just removing the layers that prevents us from being who we really are? So what I got out of that yeah. was you said you got a Dharma. Is that the same as Dharma Lama we spoke about the other week? No, the Dalai Lama versus Dharma a Lama. Dharma talk. Dharma I can't talk. do it with an Australian. Do you want me to try with an Australian accent? I know, I like you. It'll I like be inter- your beautiful. very entertaining. Dharma. Dharma. It's like bowl and bowl. Like ball and bowl in Canadian are very different things, whereas in Australian it's the exact same thing, and I don't know no, how no, to tell the difference. One's a bowl, one's a bowl. Exactly. There's no difference. So there is. One, you eat tomato, your tomato, <laughs> potato, <laughs> potato. Anyway, and the other thing I got to that was beat. Like you'd like the beat when you're working. I can dharma. You know? Dharma is the teachings. Yes. Yeah. So you okay. know what we're talking the other way with um, kind of like the Dharma boys. The Dharma boys. Have you ever read that book? No, I haven't. Dharma boys, anyway, sorry. But, like, you know, when we were talking to uh, our guest three weeks ago about the Dharma Lama. Yep. Does that Dharma mean the same as this Dharma, or is that the bloke's that's, name? That, that's the Dalai Lama. No, but there was the Dharma Lama as well. No, he no. was he was Karma. Karma Lama. Mm, See, I say Karma, whereas you karma say Karma. Is a, you know, Karma. You Are you talking about yeah, Karma yeah, yeah, yeah. or Karma? I'm very confused by this Australian accent now. Oh, okay. No, we are talking about karma, as in the <laughs> the give and take principle of the universe. Yes. And uh, we can be karma, <laughs> if you like. <laughs> the most bizarre third uh, ever. Uh, and the other one, I can actually beatbox. Did can you, know, you really? I can. I'm not going to right now. Okay, like, do it. I will on. at the end. Let's, let's oh my come God. back to that. That is something. That's like I'd like to work on that as my superpower. Yeah. It's like my party Anyway, trick. back to the scroll. <laughs> God, it's like, this, is, this is like herding cats. Come on. <laughs> Nelly Jones. Back, back to the scroll. Yes. You've got this little manifestation device around your neck. Oh, yes. that's where we were. Uh, <laughs> I think that's my job here. Uh, okay. And uh, so how does that uh, relate to your day-to-day? Like right now, you've got it. You can feel it against your neck. Does that remind you of your goals and what you want to achieve? And how does it work? Um, I'm interested in the practicality the of magic. The practicality of it. The practicality of magic. Mm. If you talk about the practicality of magic, it's no longer magic. Who said that? I did. You think so? I think so because I think what if you try ritual? and- What about magical But then if you're deconstructing it, then to a certain degree, it loses the magic itself. It's kind of like quantum physics or string theory. I think if we tear it apart, it releases- Is it releases- like Siegfried and Roy? Yes. But do you so actually- But if you, if you want to- there's really okay. Anyway, let's circle no, back no, to I'm how just, this like, actually did you works. You the word magic. It's really interesting because he doesn't believe we should have goals. No, sorry. Oh. oh, it's a very subtle argument. I have been arguing for a number. A of years. Are you talking about intention versus goal? <sighs> I think it's you know it's you about. You're going to get on so well. <laughs> it's about accepting what is. Yes. And as soon as we have an intention or a goal, we've slightly come out of the moment we're in. Now, we can come back to the moment we're in by being grateful for what we already have, but there's that subtle space of moving between allowing things to be what they are and guiding and steering things towards what we want them to be. So in order for you to be able, I agree. It's just a space I struggle with. I think it's a very interesting it's, space to negotiate. Yeah. For me, it's not clear. Let's, let's go make a million dollars. Well, is that really what the universe's intent is for? me? Am I going against the stream here? Should I not just accept? So does the scroll not go against your stream? Um, that's what I'm willing to explore today because last week's conversation was yeah. a similar kind of thread and uh, I'm, I'm more willing to, how, how do you become a co-creator in the universe and what does that entail and mean? So Those are yeah. really big themes. Yeah. I'm happy how we to roll them a third uh, bit. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm excited. That's good. So what's in your scroll? 
I have scroll box. So there's a couple of things. So first of all, um, I really like Danielle Laporte's work. Have you ever heard of Danielle Laporte? She talks about souls with goals and actually it kind of connects to Vipassana because Vipassana talks about um, how emotion manifests in your body as a feeling. And um, when you, when I think about a goal or an intent, and there's a very big difference between those two, I think about what is it that I want to feel? What brings me joy? What brings me gratitude? What brings me, what are some of the situations that I can create? Because you have to hack your brain sometimes in order to be able to create that. See, this is where it falls down for me. Okay. Because the recognition, the recognition, the recognition, the recognition, what am I trying to say? Recognition. The recognition and realization of the interconnected nature of God as being everything that is, of which I'm a part, is it. Once I sense and feel and taste that, there's nothing else I want. But that's, that's exquisite. A, but that is a feeling. That's it. Right? That is. So what's the difference between that feel? You understand the feeling that you have. You can experience the feeling that you have when you're in that space. Right, yeah. Beautiful. And, and you can experience the feeling that you have when you're not in that space. Mm. Then I'm future or past orientated, working towards some type of perceived goal. And when I come back or to the moment that I'm in. being human good. nature. Uh, yeah, thicken that up for me. What do you mean? So human nature is to constantly be in future, like it's future Tia or past Tia. Right? So you think that's the natural state of a human being? I think the natural state of our mind is to constantly crave for for what is or for what was. Wow. And I, not... I, so I fundamentally disagree. Really? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I am open to be challenged. Oh, I, I'm not trying to challenge. I, I'm just sitting here from a completely different frame of reference, which is Please. why I struggle with the idea of intention. And I don't want to. I want to have intentions. I would like to move forward. So, I'm but, in a very tricky part in my life and having goals and focus. Uh, selling my house would be a really important goal to have right now. It would be a really good focus for me to say, that's, that's what I need. That's what I need to sell. That's what we need to get. But isn't that what a manifestation is? Doesn't that, you, aren't you supposed to then go into that part and go, I'm going to sell my house, therefore it's going to happen? That's what we're talking about. That's I d- I what don't, I, don't I don't actually. Think that, I don't agree with that. I don't think that that's. I Do think, you agree with that? I think my understanding of being a co-creator and manifester, that is you have a very specific, specific. goal. Specific. Uh, goal that, that you, you're focused on yeah yeah and you bring it in you manifest and you have gratitude that it's already achieved and you create a feeling that is the Even pulse before it has yes that it's and you create that feeling that it's already you've been achieved and you have a pulse that radiates through the universe and the, and the universe uh ripples back so it's asking every, the universe to, to help Wow, I mean, this is where it gets interesting. Is it is it asking or is it commanding? And uh, that's a subtle space. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I have a completely different point. What's okay. your point? So is As your... you have the whole podcast. <laughs> and we're only like three minutes in. Jesus. I, I am Israeli. That's part of my nature is Not. to argue through learning. I learning love it. Through that's arguing. how I roll too. Yeah, let's smack our heads together and see what comes it's out. Not argue, but debate. There's a difference. there. If you scroll back even further in terms of what, where do you stand? Do you see yourself as part of, as an integrated part of, or do you see yourself external to? To what? Are we talking about the I? So do you, if you, if you want to simplify it, you can look at it in terms of Eastern versus Western philosophy. And if you take a look at the creation myths in terms of like Judaism and Christianity creation myths, then they 
talk about this the humans being separate from because their role is if you look at the language that is in the bible i haven't read the new testament i'm sorry but um it's god was created you know oh, for dominion God. over the earth wow. but then so, moses come along and said i am that i am so okay, but I, hold on hold on yeah. hold on so let me just so <laughs> If you think about that, then the language that you start off with is a language of separation because you're separating yourself from nature versus Eastern philosophy or First can Nations. I, can I be honest about that? Yeah. I think that's – I agree that that's a current kind of uh, thematic analysis. Them. But I, I think that <laughs> that's a faulty premise. I'm not sure that's what the Bible really intends to actually say. Oh, that's a completely different conversation. Oh, okay. So we're talking about what, we're talking <laughs> talking about about like, what other people think, no, not talking, actually what no, the Bible says. No, I'm talking about like lenses that you view the world through. That people, not necessarily you or I. In general. So yeah, what I, when yeah. my, this is my logic chain around that. So my logic chain was you said that you struggle being either, my understanding was that you were talking about co-creation right? And that do I allow the universe and God or am I part of the co-creation of it, which implies that you still feel external to that specific process versus if you look at it from a Western, like when I come into these conversations and we try to articulate exactly where I sit in regards to manifestation, there's Mm -hmm. a certain level of separation, but my own practice of, uh, you know, Vitnam Trikchara, which is to recognize your own divinity an interconnected framework of everything that is, is is a different space again. So right. for me to actually merge those two seems to um, undermine or slightly taint what I think is, you know, uh, Ramana Maharshan's exquisite teaching. Mm. So if, uh, that's the struggle for me, to bring those together and to, to become an entrepreneur and to be a co-creator and actually to recognise, well, Ramana Maharshi just kind of sat and realized his own infinite eternal being, and that was enough. Can I ask you a question regards that? Can we say his name again? Ramana Mahashi. How do you eat? Well, do you want to know? When he, I'd, lo- I'd love to know how like, he when survived. He fir- when he first went to the temple, he just uh, he had bugs eating away his flesh, and people came and looked after him and put food in his mouth and made him eat. He okay. did that for three years until he um, started to come back into the material plane and, and started to work it. And then when he started to work it, did he then go and make money and eat? Or? No, no, he still didn't talk for another 10 years after that. And then what happened? And then a group, a whole ashram, a whole a whole industry of people just kind of manifested around him all without him doing anything at all. It's just radiating pure being and these, these people started to organise a structure around him. So he actually didn't have an intent. He was just being the truth and the truth revealed itself in all the worker bees that come around and helped us. So was he an entrepreneur? He was God. If you could he was see, God. if you could see Brett's face right now, wow. he has like this, like this little oh, no, twinkle. I just find that, I, and we do this every week. Oh, no, because <laughs> the thing is, I find it really interesting. That that was the most interesting comment you've said in the last year that I've known. Now is he was God. Yeah, wow. he's, he's God. He is God. He for me is my guru. So he, he's a guru, but is he God? He, for me, I thought God wasn't a dude. For Wait, me, what's the definition of God? What's your definition of God? Silence. That's an action. Is it? Yeah. Isn't it the or space in which everything occurs? Mm, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have fundamental disagreement here. So, uh, science is uh, uh, yeah. 
so he's he's your guru. I get that. But is he God? <sighs> Ramana Hashdi had one major practice that you have practiced. And what's that? Who am I? Okay. And can the sea see itself? Yes. And can the knife cut itself? 100%. Well, can it? No. Because? Because it's not real. <sighs> That's Ramana Hashdi's teachings, okay, brother. But, yeah, but, but this, he was said, a dude, though, wasn't he? He was a guy. So how did he eat? With his mouth, eventually. No, but how did he – did he make money to then buy the food or did people bring him hey, the food? Uh, so people paid him to then – going back to your original question Well, not here, to start with. No, no, that's he, fine. He was quite happy just no, to – No, pays s- us to do this podcast to, to, to start with. But we will get money <laughs> from a sponsor. <laughs> well, I don't know Speaking how that, you just weave that into that conversation. But that was brilliant. <laughs> so, yes, yes. We'd yes. love you to come on board. <laughs> yes, yeah, we but, would. But <laughs> – that was genius. Yeah, well, that was genius. And we've talked about what we'll need, so no, it'll be very easy. But, but seriously, like your, your first question to, to Tia was the fact of manifestation and is it for sale? I'm going to put to you that your God, I can't say his name yet, but say it again. Well, again, he, he's not my God. He, he's my guru. So he is God. Yeah, that's a very subtle point, Brett. Do you really want to spend the next half an hour trying to work no, that no, out? No, no, but what I'm trying to say is that that guy is an entrepreneur. That guy spread his word. He, he didn't make physical cash unless maybe he, he did. He didn't do. But he made and, food. And he was so pure that an industry manifested around him all by itself. Yeah. And it was kind of a, a revealing of truth without him having, actually having an attention. So, you know, the Taoists would say it's the art of doing without doing anything at all. There is no clear intent or goal. I'm just being purely and the universe will act accordingly. So he was being himself. He was being the self. But, the, but then people, he attracted the people. The people became the attracted. The ashram yeah. grew. Yeah. The ashram grew. He then became wealthy. No. He never touched. He, when he was 16, he stripped off all his clothes, threw them in a well, uh-huh. threw the last few coins he had in his hand that he kind of nicked off his brother to get to this uh, Anachalanda, yeah. threw them in the coin and never touched money again. Wealth is not money. My family is wealth to me. But what I'm saying, he became wealthy, whether it was food, family, whatever it was. He had an ashram of people that loved and adored him. And then he spoke after 10 years. He spoke and pretty much sold his soul. You're going to have to watch a little bit of Roman Mahashini. And this is why I love him, because he's such a pure, pure being. This guy walked around in a pair of nappies. There's no way he sold out. He's a very, very pure being. But he ate for free, so therefore he got paid for what he did. Well, he gave love and teachings. I give love and teachings every day of my life. You have to understand the Indian culture where there's 10 million wandering sadhus that are that are looked after by the householder. That's the householder's duty is mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, you know, make donations, give money. And but it comes back to you. I'm just going back full special. circle to your original question. I like what you're doing. Your though. original question was, can you stand on stage and preach, let's call it that, or whatever way, whatever words you want to use. It's funny Beatbox. that you'd use that word. Oh, it's an interesting <laughs> one. And I would say it's but, a little bit like that. Yeah. And, and and speak to the people and get them revved up and rolled up or whatever way you want to do that in whatever way you do that. Like I've seen lots of different speakers around and one might get up there and hoo-ha-rah-rah, the other one gets up there and pulls at your heartstrings and then the next one gets up and, and does whatever they do. He got paid in food, love, whatever you want to get paid in. <laughs> He's an entrepreneur. I'm not saying he's not. I'm saying it's yeah. a very interesting space, but I would say he didn't sell out, and I'm trying to be true to the teachings. What do you think of this conversation? I don't think that that's the right question. You don't think it's the right question? No. But it answers his question. Mm. 
Mm, I don't know. No. Often I feel like Brett and I are having different conversations. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about one thing, I'm talking about another. It's and a they different plane. The plane. They're different universes. <laughs> well, sometimes, sometimes I'm thinking oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I um, I th- I have a lot of thoughts around that. Mm. I feel that based on a journey. Well. Let's start with the whole concept of like, who are you being? Which I think is a much more interesting question than what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Are you being or are you just? Well, we're not uh, human doings. We're human beings. Let's just break so it down. So we are being. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Well, your being is, 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 is primary. So if, you're, if okay. you want to bring it back to manifestation, to for example. Yep. Um, That's a good link back to the actual topic <laughs> of conversation. If you think about manifestation and you think about it, just, I think that it's not. I can understand the there's messiness in the world, right? Not everything is black and white. Um, my parents recently celebrated their 50th anniversary, as you know, and as a That's family. Awesome. What are their names? Uh, my parents' names, yeah. Frank and Elaine. G'day, Frank and Elaine. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> well done. Hey, I know. Hey, champions. Champions. I hope you raised the bat. Cheers. You know what? My, my in law's 50th wedding anniversary. Yeah. I bought my father in law a medal. Oh, you told me, yeah. And I actually put on there, Congrat- happy 50th, you made it or something like that. And it was like, mate, you deserve a medal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't go down that well with the uh, mother-in-law, but the father-in-law was very chuffed. <laughs> very, very <laughs> anyway, so I continue. So yeah. what we did was as um, as siblings, we sat down and we uh, we tried to come up with the 50 things that we learned from our parents. And we had a list of the 50 things that we learned from our parents and we wrote them all in pieces of paper and then we put them in a jug and then we took each thing out and told a story about that specific thing. So one of the things, the sayings that my dad used to say all the time, which was very entertaining because it was in complete opposite to the way that he interacts with the world most times, was that there's no black and white. There's always, there's only shades of gray. So 50. I think 50 shades of gray. So I did that 50th oh, anniversary. Good luck to him. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> bit of, Literally. A little bit of slap and tickle. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so when, you talk, <laughs> so when you talk about Chris, when you talk about feeling uncomfortable within a specific space, I think that that's part of life, right? I think, and that's actually where where the the opportunities for growth are, and the opportunities to explore and to dig deeper into who we are as beings and who do we want to be, who do we, what do we want to do? But that comes from that uncomfortable space of being unclear. Did you see the subtle shift in movement then from who am I as a being to who, what do I want to do? What do I want to become? Definitely. And that's that movement that we're, tr- we're trying to look at. So yeah. if we're talking about manifestation. Yes. So manifestation, I think, comes from a place of first exploring who do you want to be because you can't be something in order for you to be able to do something. But aren't you already that being? This is Brett's tuning in now. Yes. <laughs> no. Oh, there we go. Don't you, well, I'm not sure. You are there. <laughs> yes, you are a being in there, but you, I see life sometimes as like a video game and that there are certain like different levels that you have to go through in order for you to get to a place where you have um, enlightenment and whatever that definition of enlightenment is for you. Yeah, I don't agree with you is what no, she's no, saying. No, no, I do. You're full of I shit. do, I do. No, no, no I don't. No, I think no, you're no. wonderfully <laughs> articulate. You are wonderfully articulate. And I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. It's just that subtle point of we are already that. Uh, yes, we are. Yes. And but, so but it's the not... wanting actually from a Buddhist or Hindu perspective takes you out of the sense of being that. That is and an abstracts an... you into mm-hmm. a future that you want to create. 
And so that's from yeah. a Buddhist perspective is where all this, as you know, is where, where the all suffering the suffering yeah. is at that very moment that you slip out of being here now and move into a future orientated self, you to, you've slipped out of that that's stillness. That's correct. In order for you to be able to be in that place, you need to be able to shift something about yourself to access that part of your being. Or remove a barrier to that. Sure. Yep. But either way, it's an action. It's for some people. It's a subtlety. We're, 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 we're getting into minutiae. Oh, I don't even know what minutiae are, but they sound cool. Very small. Very small. Tiny. Tiny. Atoms. Minor. Mini. <laughs> minutia. Quarks. Quarks. Of course, you want to talk about quarks? Yeah. quarks. <laughs> Everything is really space if you think about it. Exactly. Like silence. See what I did there? I do. That was super. Yeah, we're tuning in now. Okay, so back to the original point. Okay, <laughs> manifestation. Yeah. Is it cool? Is that what we should focus on? Or should we just be and allow everything to occur exactly as it is? Well, you answer that question. You just mentioned before you're trying to sell your house, right? You're obviously, we know your situation, and obviously you've uh, you split with your wife and, and um, your things are moving forward. Do you just let that be and let itself work out, or what do you do? I think that I've taken quite of a, again, a, a very passive role. Uh, the house behind us recently got sold, so a realtor was out the front. My uh, ex-partner spoke to her. We put it on the market, kind of half-assed. Um, it's there now. We've had a couple of people come through. We haven't got an offer. Um, it's, you know, it's in a good spot. It's a good location. It's a good house. We love the house. But, uh, but what the, does it mean to you is it, to sell this house? Is that then finalise... No, no, because that would never be final. Uh, you know, I was, uh, I was still uh, my ex partner was always have a piece of my uh, my life and my of heart course. and the kids. But what it will mean is there'll be two separate spaces for us to live, and yeah. uh, at the moment it's kind of a bit tricky. Kind It'll of make it easier. Uh, it'll make it more steady and consistent and stable for the mm-hmm. kids and, and for, for me and my ex-partner. And, uh, we will, you know, move forward as a family at different locations, which will be a whole new chapter. Yeah. So it's a, it's, it's, it's a new beginning. So from a manifestation point of view, can you manifest that to happen quicker or does it just happen when it happens? Well, that's what I'm struggling with. I, I, I... <laughs> nice, nice talk through the burp there. You done well. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. Don't be sorry. It's the third beer. I moved it. Yeah, you did. You, oh, you, it was you, well done. You could have just let that lie. I could have. No, 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 sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> we can always remove uh, yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so, and, and that that's a good point because, like, you're a big believer in the secret. We know that. And oh, really? Uh, well, I, I would, uh, well, again, when you talk about manifestation, I think. that's what that is, isn't it? Exactly. Isn't yeah. that what the whole thing about the secret is, is manifestation? That you are a co-creator. That, yep, yep. Attitude of gratitude. There's some really good points in that. If you want to be a manifester. So, T, that was a very negative, oh, yeah, that you matter. came out with. So, you're not a believer in the secret? It's not that I, I'm not a believer in the secret. I feel that the secret is kind of. Well, it's kind of like a um, 52 ways to get rich in five days. Oh, see, now we're talking the same language. Yes. So similar to your God that then sold out to the people oh. because he became an entrepreneur. Snap. <laughs> <Dude, laughs> I, 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 I don't even think it's cool to say that. I know, yeah, no, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, trying yeah. to be on the negative, uh, but I'm yeah. trying to bring it back uh, to where we were before. Raman Mahashni had to. But that's what I'm saying. This brings me back to my point. I say every single week we have to eat, right? So, But I will eat and I do eat. No, but the secret, 
It's the same thing. Did they sell out or did they? I don't think it's about whether they sold they, it out or not. First like, I question, think, did I, they then preach what they believe and now they make money off it? Isn't that what you asked earlier? Isn't that the same thing? I think it's a very subtle argument and conversation that we're having. So I don't have a opinion about what is right or wrong. I just, I'm trying to explore what best fits and suits me. And I, I think it's such a subtle space that I'm, I'm not actually sure where I sit on it. Of mm. course. Which is good, I think. Of course. But, uh, you know, like you said, it's, you've got to feed your kids and it, it'd be nice to have, you know, a, a little bit of money in the bank and, yeah. uh, and a nice space. But at so the same the time. So did the sell out? The woman. What was yeah. her name? I don't know. Uh, that wasn't my point. Sorry. Oh. About the secret selling out. I think that the secret, I mean, I'm happy to continue exploring that specific. No, road. that's fine, but it's just a, a, a brings it back around full circle to the original question. I, 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 my perspective around the secret was that I feel that it's, it's like, oh, wish, think about it, think about a car and you'll have a car. And if you think hard enough, you'll have a car. And if, if we were to circle back to manifestation, I believe that you have to be an active participant and that it requires you to be able to, um, do some really hard actions around understanding who you are, understanding what your stories are that you tell yourself, understanding how to shift your... What you need to be, what you need to achieve, what you need to do. No. No? No. What are the stories that you tell yourself that you are interacting with that um, induce, that are not conducive to your growth? Hmm. The barriers and blocks to becoming all that you can be. I I think that I, as I've said already, I think that language is really important and I don't necessarily agree with those specific words. You don't like barrier? I don't, it's not about whether I like barrier or not. I think that when you say um, understanding, I don't remember the words that I use because I've had like a quarter of a beer and I don't actually drink that much. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get an interesting conversation. Welcome to the third beer. <laughs> Please don't three, don't give me three beers. It's just going to not be fun. I'll talk about hockey. Um, I lost my point. No, it's perfect. Okay. <laughs> so your uh, cylinder, yes. your manifestation yes. device. Sure. Um. You have an intention. Yes. And it helps you maintain and keep focus on that in- intention. Correct. And so your consciousness is directed like a laser to achieving a certain particular outcome. Uh, to a certain state of being. State of being, yeah. And I like that and I feel comfortable with that. And for me that's about a loving space of happiness. Yeah. And no material orientated goal is ever going to achieve that for me. I agree and disagree okay I, how because i feel that a lot of people seem to have and i i don't know that i came from the same background but i definitely came from a background of having a very dysfunctional relationship with money um good talk me through this i don't want a dysfunctional <laughs> relationship with money i think i think that um there's a difference between viewing the world from abundance perspective versus mm. a scarcity perspective oh there is very much so yeah. so i view money from a, a scarcity perspective and I can I mean there's a whole story behind that but I you think still that, do. Uh, I work really hard on shifting that yeah I still do because mm. I do believe in a finite earth and finite universe too I, I 
And I, I certain people that manifest in a sense of abundance, you know, like 1% of the world's population and 50% of the wealth yeah. doesn't seem like a good idea to me. No, I agree. Yeah, and so there is a limited resources and we do have to share and uh, we can't just all infinitely create what we want. We actually have to be comfortable with what we have. But that's that. I think that you're assuming that what we want has to do with materialism. I think there's a process people move through in regards to the secret of obtaining and using these strategies to get what they want to a point where they have to ask, what is it I really, really want? And, and I think you end up with Roman Marsh near that point. It's about, <laughs> uh, we're, we're back to, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go Google truth. him at the end of this and find out exactly who he is and what his teachings are, just <laughs> so a, you know. The Yarny. There's a documentary 120. I recommend you watch it. It's okay. good. One. The Yarny. Yarny. Yeah. Okay. We'll have a look at that. Cool. But it's interesting. So, Brett, you're an entrepreneur. Yes. Okay. And so your idea is to work hard, manifest, and create. Is it? I don't know. That's what I'm, I'm questioning. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, but do I manifest or do I actually just go and work my nuts off and make it happen? Is that manifestation or is that hard work? See, that's, that's what I disagree about the secret. The secret is like, oh, you just think it and it's going to happen. And I, that's not – in order for you to be in a place where you can allow yourself to work hard and where you allow yourself to focus and you allow yourself to get to where you feel is important for you to get to, you need to work really hard on your mindset and you need to work really hard on understanding some of the barriers and some of the stories that you tell yourself in order for you to move through them to get to where you want to be, who you want to be, what you want to do. A really good example as yesterday, right? Obviously, I'm in the middle of my eight-week challenge, and yesterday I had a bad day. I had a shit day, as I like Talk to call Talk to me it. about this. So, so what happened? The thing is, I woke up in the morning, and I'd been to the gym. I smashed it at the gym. Smashed it. I felt so good when I got home. And then I, I went and had a shower, and uh, thought, fuck, I feel really fat today. And I've lost a shit ton of weight, as you can see by um, all the photos on the wall I was looking at earlier. It's like, I've lost a heap of weight, and... And sort of started – I've actually now today fitted back into my Harry's Singapore chili crab shirt. You showed me that which, shirt um, the first thing. Which yum, yum. I um, I really enjoy. But um, I haven't fitted into this for years. But anyway. Congratulations. And so yesterday I felt pretty shit. I just had a bad mental health day. And then oh. I went and I saw Nick Bowditch who uh, I interviewed for Awesome Humans and he made me feel a bit better about life and we just had a good chat and all that sort of stuff. But then um, I went and I said to the missus, I'm just not right today. My head's just not right. And she goes, well, let's go out for dinner. So we went out for dinner and over dinner I told her how I was feeling and what was going on and she said, well, okay, that's fine. Like there's no problem with that. You're doing really well. You're trying hard. You're doing this. You're doing that. And she just listened. She didn't try and fix it, which is probably a good thing. And then this morning I got up and fucked me in back. Great day today. Wow, that's a, that's a that's an evolution, brother, isn't it? It is. And like in the point. past, that would have lasted for weeks, months. Yeah, months probably. And you know, I would have got like eaten lots of different food. And it was funny because we got this this group on Facebook for the for the challenge that I'm in, and everyone puts up inspirational type stuff and all that sort of thing. And I put up a, a thing with Morgan Freeman that said calories. Ah, don't give a shit about them today. And so much feedback. And I said, yeah, that was yesterday. I had a shit day, but I didn't actually go and eat the bad food. I didn't break what I'm eating and how I'm doing it and that sort of stuff. And everyone's going, yeah, well, that. So what was the competing thoughts in your mind? What, yesterday? What, yeah. What was the competing the... thoughts was, fuck, it'd be so much easier just to go and grab a bag of chips or go and turn your steering wheel into a bag, bag of, of chips. chips or some chocolate or whatever. But then I'm sitting there going, no, you're fucking working way too hard. Why would you do that? And I didn't. So I was pretty impressed with myself. But it was a struggle too. You had to sit. It was with a struggle it. for sure. Yeah. What was the feeling you felt afterwards or during? During. During was a bit of 
not nervousness. What's that? Anxiousness? Anxiousness is the feeling, yeah. I'd say. Churning so, in the yeah, belly. Yeah, a bit like, fuck, why not? And I was like, oh, no, you can't do that. It was like the whole little devil and an angel on your shoulder. And, uh, yeah, the angel won. So that's what, when you practice meditation, mm. sorry, that's what, that's what meditation is like a muscle that you are working on for you to be able to sit with it rather than react to it. Well, it's funny you say that because that's how I fixed it. <laughs> Sat in my chair. You've done some ground, brother. You've done some ground. I was in the office yesterday and I sort of sat there and just had a bit of me time and <sighs> sat with it. Sat with it and breathed through it. I actually enjoyed it. Mm. I made a point of uh, sort of going into myself and doing that and that's, that's stuff that I've, that I've been taught over the last uh, year or so and uh, so yeah it was, it was good it was good congratulations thank you very much that's that's the the, the heart and soul of what it's all about i reckon hmm. it's yeah. uh yeah no and as i say today i'm on fire so but it, it comes back to that question is i work my nuts off to do what i do i know so entrepreneurs who often talk about lifestyle and freedom often work fucking hard yeah all the time so how can i manifest yeah, this that, instead yeah, of having yeah, to actually do yeah. it question that's that's, I, I that's think, my question about the whole the, manifestation the, thing the, like, the intention setting is a big part of motivating you to take those actions like i got up at four o'clock this morning to do a yoga class yeah so it's about all the training and all the work and facilitating that you know teacher's diploma and then going there and facilitating the class and then feeling great and feeling high as a kind i feel pretty smashed right now but i mean it's about you know the, the love and desire of it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I'm finishing it. Are you not going to finish it? No, so it comes no, no, back no. to me, the, where we started in this whole conversation, which is the scroll around your neck. Yes. Right? And we've gone along to lots of different angles and spoke about lots of stuff as this just happens every week. <laughs> but in there, what's actually in it? So what's in that as we speak? We sat here and what's in that now? So I have three things that yep. I would like to create Okay, well, you've written them on a bit of paper and yeah. scrolled them up and put them in the scroll holder. So on one side I have the things cylinder. that I want to create, the cylinder, yeah. um, and the other side I have words that represent who I want to be. So what are what states do I want to be in? Do I want to bring more into my life? Wow. And do you think that works? I think that everybody has a different piece of the puzzle that they try and figure out which one is going to work for them. It works for me. And, it, it, and that's you know. perfect. I, I think that's a wonderful thing. I yeah. think... By you having that there close to your heart, around your neck, all that sort of stuff, and that helps you become the person you want to be. I reckon that's sensational. It, it's you know it's interesting because um, I have I'm I have I've been gifted a whole bunch of different jewelry, and some of it, every single piece that I have has meaning to me. Yep. Um, and it kind of wearing this kind of limits my ability to be able to wear different things as yeah, well. Fair and I, I sometimes I feel that, um, if I take my focus off of it for a minute, then it's going to stop like it's energy, right? So you're putting energy towards something. And if you divert your energy towards something, then that ceases to exist. So you have to, you have, it's like a spark that you have to continuously blow oxygen towards it in order for you to be able to get it to a place where it can potentially carry the energy on its own. You have to continue tending to it but the initial stages of getting going is very difficult similar similar to like when you're starting a new routine like it takes a while for you to it takes a lot of energy so excuse me when i think about like um, beer we can build. 
Yeah, we roll. <laughs> when I think about taking it off, then yeah. I and and wearing something different, I'm like, oh, I'm not ready for that yet. I'm not. Well, it's interesting because that's my that was my question. I was about actually. So if you wear another necklace, mm-hmm. necklace even necklace, necklace, that's a bit posh. That's a bit posh. If you wear another necklace, this is the third champagne. <laughs> <laughs> yes, darling. <laughs> Are you not in the same mindset? Yeah. It's funny because I collect watches. Like, yeah. and I've got about 30 or 40 watches. And I absolutely love watches. The day I got my iWatch, I think that's what they're called, my, my Apple Watch. Yeah. No I'm free taking, No free ads. Taken it off. No free ads. I haven't worn any of my other watches. Yeah, no free ads. <laughs> Apple, that'd be a great sponsor for this show. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't worn uh, any other watches because this thing tracks my heartbeat, how much exercise I've done, all that sort of stuff. Just a little bit scary, really. It's very scary. But what I mean, though, is that I don't wear the other watches because then I think somewhere in my head, well, you're obviously not doing those exercises as well. Exactly. Isn't that weird? Yeah. But that's what a talisman is, right? Like it's just something that you you provide it with a certain percent with a certain meaning. It doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be something around your neck. It can be it's whatever that's you give what meaning I, to. I'd encourage you both to look at chakras. I look I understand chakras. What well, do you mean? Well, that's where I Sorry, play. that was extremely defensive. <laughs> that was. Hey, do you want to talk to me about chakras? Talk to me about chakras. Do you want another beer? <laughs> um, I, that's where I place the energy. It's not in a watch or in a necklace, but it's in a it's an internal space. It's not. That's not. It's not the mm-hmm. only thing that I do. There's a I, lot of I'm other not, things. I'm not suggesting in any way. Oh, shape, I'm not you're limiting just, your why practice. Why am I so anyway? defensive? Yeah. That's know, really interesting. Defensive. It is right. Yeah. I don't. Is it is defensive or is it cultural? My scroll holder. Cylinder? Defensive. Defensive? No, I don't think so. No, 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 no. Can you tell us the words? Or is that going it would filter in your sense of um, limitation in regards to money, wouldn't it? Joy. Joy. Gratitude. Gratitude. Curiosity. Curiosity. Um, there's something there around, I don't remember the exact words, but there's something around femininity. Mm-hmm. I would like to be able to bring more femininity into my life. Mother goddess. I'd like to be able to say femininity. Say it five times with me. You ready? Femininity. 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 (laughs) You've nailed it. Nailed it. Done. Done. That's a great way to leave this podcast, I reckon. We covered wow. some miles. I'm not sure I if we feel, left anyway. I don't I mean, think the chakra really... thing. I think there's a bit of tension in the chakra room. <laughs> did we like? Let's did we uh, land? I, I, I'm not. I, and that would be the sacral kind of chakra. It's very fiery. <laughs> that's all right. We can raise it up to a heart chakra and acknowledge the love and, and space that we've shared today. I think it's a very subtle space manifestation. And I'm not exactly sure where I sit. Do you know where you sit? No, hundred percent. No. Do you know where you sit on the manifest? Well, you've got a very clear. No, I no, I don't actually. I think that it's still. I I totally resonate with what you're saying around the state of being versus the state of manifestation, and that's something that I struggled with when I was doing my vipassana course, and I kind of resolved it, and then I didn't resolve it, and then I forgot about it, and then I kind of didn't forget about it, and then yeah, I think it's it's definitely a challenging thing. Holding your belief with an open hand is, as I said to Brett, is something I like that. that I, I am like working that. at, yes. working on right now. Yep. And be willing to shift to belief that mm. doesn't match the reality. How do you create civil discourse? How do you create... Civil discourse? Yeah. How do you, how do you create a conversation or a an actual discussion that... Pedagogy of the Oppressed. It's a great book. I recommend you read it. I've read it. 
Oh, nice. Of course you have, because you know about chakras. You know about pedagogy of the press as well. I'm going back to the open hand, because in my open hand... And we're practising open dialogue. That's what we're doing. In my open hand at the moment, Steersman Blonde's a refreshing low-carbohydrate and low-gluten lager. This easy-drinking lager is brewed to ensure... No compromise on flavour, clean, crisp finish. I think shouldn't I think, eat if you shouldn't drink it if you're pregnant. I haven't seen that before in a beer bottle. I think that I think that we should be focusing actually more on Burley Brew because they're a local brewing company, one of my favourite brewing companies in the world, who will sponsor this show one day, guaranteed. Peter is great. I hope that she's going to come talk on Fuck Up Night. I would love Peter to come and speak on the third beer. We should organise that. We, we know should. someone that knows someone. Anyway, the way we always finish this is we have a look at where you are and what you think of the beer. We give it a score out of 10. And All right. You've got to give us a visual. So uh, it always starts with the uh, the man on my left and then it'll go to yourself and then I'll finish it off. But Steersman Blonde, crisp and clean, low carbohydrate, low gluten. I, I find it interesting they put the low gluten thing on there as well, just sort of throwing that out there. What do you reckon, buddy? I've um, I've had a very challenging day with lots of difficult thoughts, um, and uh, I'm on the drive home, and I've uh, listened to the radio, and I turned it off, and I've just had a in traffic, and I've had a really silent moment, and I've touched what I believe to be the stillness of God, and I have this beautiful glowing sense of stillness, and I go in and I share it with my loved ones, I go into the fridge, and I pull out one of these bad boys, and I don't need a beer. But uh, there's a beer to be had, so I drink it. I feel the tingling down the back of my throat, and I just appreciate the beauty that is. Steersman Blonde. There you go. And what do you give that out of 10? Mate, I like it. I'm going to give it a, oh, an 8. An 8? Goes down easy. Good score, good score. What do you got for us, Tia, with the uh, Burley Brewing Co. Big Head beer? Um, I really like Burley Brewing. I like their beer. Um, I'm not sure. What should I say? <laughs> it's entirely up to you. How does it make you feel? Uh, well, does alcohol. Does it touch your chakra? Alcohol does not make me feel very good. I have a really negative return on my investment when I drink alcohol. Um, but I really like the beer. It's uh, It doesn't give you too much of a headache, which is good. It's made by local, which I support. It's a good beer. And what do you score it out of 10? Are we comparing like all the beers that I've ever had? Because yes. a lot of my friends in Canada own microbreweries. Yeah, all the beers out of ten. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a six and a half. Six and a half, good. I actually gave that nine and a half because it's my favorite beer. That's anyway, only <laughs> obviously has a more refined. But, that, hold on, but that's can I give a caveat? That's yeah. only because I prefer really dark beers. I prefer okay. stouts. Yeah, well, so. that's a lager. Yeah. That's a lager. Doubt. So I've, I've drank the Steersman Blonde. Um, I like the fact it was low carbon. It assisted with my uh, with my body shape at the moment. Uh, I also like the fact it's low gluten because I'm not supposed to be eating gluten at the moment. So I like the fact. So I appreciate you buying that, buddy. But I'll tell you what, I've just come home. I've mowed my lawn. Mowed your lawn. Mowed my lawn. Smell I've of come, cut grass. I've come back in. The battery ran flat. I've got about a quarter to go. I'm going to plug it in. What am I going to do for the next 15, 20 minutes? I'm going to grab a Steersman Blonde, throw it back. Mm, tasty, refreshing. It's actually a really beer taste and like a real lager taste, and I really like that. That was really good. So I'm going to give that about a seven and a half, eight. It was a good beer. Beautiful. Oh, 
I didn't do the whole thing about the scenario. I can what do was the your scena- scenario. Give my, me some scenario. All right. Well, my scenario is that I finished a really long day of meetings and running around. Yeah. And I just want to go to my what's called the third space, which is where I completely reshift and reconnect with myself, which is usually the beach. So I'm sitting at the beach and I'm watching the sunset and I'm having a beer. There you go. The third space for the third beer. Third space for the third beer. Boom, boom. Third sun. Indeed. Lights on your face. Good to you. Thanks so much for coming and sharing with Thanks, us today. Thanks, guys. That was and random. And getting us into the yeah. manifestation mood. That was well, awesome. Good luck out there, punters. Hope some manifestation goes on. Check out Robin Mahashni, I recommend. Indeed, indeed. Okay, brother. Thanks, mate. Have See a you, Peace. Bye. Bye. Namaste.